0: God's Word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. This is Will Rice, and First Light is a brief Bible challenge encouraging you to read God's Word, to think about God's Word, and to live it in real life. Where are you going today? What do you plan to do? What are your goals? Are you moving forward? You know, sometimes we mistake movement for progress. Progress is not movement. Progress is positive movement. It is progressing. It is going somewhere in the right way. So are you progressing? Are you progressing today? Maybe you have a, you know, a a plan for the day or a plan for the month or the plan for the next five years. Are you actually progressing and are your goals, are they goals that will lead to progress? What is the metric by which you would judge that? You know, in Deuteronomy 17, we, we find Israel progressing. They had been in Egypt, they were going to Canaan, and you see God's ethic, God's governing principle for what progress is in the first place. It's not stated that way, of course, but that's exactly what it is as you read Deuteronomy chapters 16 and 17. They had been in Egypt, they were soon to be in Canaan, and God essentially defines progress for them here. In uh, verse 14. Uh, of chapter 17, God says, When thou art come unto unto the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee, and shalt possess it, and shalt dwell therein, and shalt say, I will set a king over me, like as the nations that are about me. Let me just stop right there. Everything we're going to read here is basically, it is prescient. It is looking forward to something that would happen. And as you read 1 Samuel, 1 Kings, and so on, all these things came exactly to be just as God had said they were. So God is saying, look, when you go into Canaan and you desire to have a king, so you can be like all the other nations, verse 15, thou shalt in any wise set him king over thee, whom the Lord thy God shall choose. So God is the one that should choose the king that you're going to to choose. (laughs) Verse 16 says, but he, that is the king, shall not multiply horses to himself, nor cause the people to return to Egypt to the end, that he should multiply horses for as much as the Lord hath said unto you, ye shall henceforth return no more that way." So God is looking forward to the progress of Canaan, and eventually Israel taking a king, and he's looking back to the slavery of Egypt and the freedom that they gained when God brought them out. And what you see here is basically progress. Progress begins by knowing what to celebrate and where to aim. Israel had been a theocracy, They would become a monarchy. And after Solomon who multiplied wives and silver and gold and horses, all of which were forbidden here, the the kingdom would basically be divided and and eventually dissolve. Uh, Israel would end up under tyranny in Rome just as they had escaped the tyranny of Egypt. And so progress begins by knowing what to celebrate and where to aim. As to the what to uh, celebrate, in chapter 16, there are three feasts given. The Passover, I shouldn't say three feasts, but three, uh, three celebrations, three times that were to be celebrated, the Passover, the Feast of Weeks or, or Pentecost, and the Feast of Tabernacles. And three times, in regard to these, these festivals, you might say, God points back to Egypt. For instance, in verse 3 of chapter 16, For thou camest forth out of the land of Egypt in haste, that thou mayest remember the day when thou camest forth out of the land of Egypt all the days of thy life. Look, remember where you've been. You've been in Egypt. That's looking back. And uh, we're going to celebrate what God did. Your generosity, your your thoughts about the, the land that God has given you should all be informed by the fact that God brought you out of Egypt. So, you know, if you look at a company and what they celebrate, if you look at a family, what they celebrate, if you look at any group of people and what they celebrate, it tells you much about where they are going. And Israel was to celebrate coming out of Egypt. That was not uh, independence. It was independence from Egypt, but it was dependence upon God. And then full circle, you come to chapter 17, what I just read. And when you get a king, tell him not to multiply horses uh, or wives or silver or gold. Why the horses? Well, it wasn't just a personal thing. It was a matter of trying to outfit a cavalry to go up against the horses and chariots of other nations. Elijah was called the chariot of Israel and the horseman thereof. In other words, a very potent, powerful weapon. So this king was not to rely on his power and be independent of God. He was not to multiply wives. Now, in both gaining horses and gaining wives, it would turn him back to his dependence upon Egypt. As to the wives, the first wife perhaps Solomon had was the daughter of Pharaoh. Why? This was a political arrangement. Pharaoh was not going to attack his son-in-law. So both the multiplying of horses and the multiplying of wives turned Israel back through their king to dependence upon Egypt. Silver and gold, the same way. And his wives would turn away his heart. That's exactly what happened to Solomon. If you read 1 Kings 3 in the following chapters, that's exactly what happened to Solomon. So progress begins by knowing what to celebrate and where to aim. Now, let me give you two questions that might help you track your progress. Am I actually progressing? Two questions to ask yourself. Number one, what does God want? So I'm richer, I'm smarter, I'm healthier than this time last year, but what is it that is most important to God? All those things are good, but what does God actually want? Uh, Throughout chapters 16 and 17, as before, God talks about the tabernacle. Before the temple was constructed, the tabernacle, where where the worship was centered, the, the worship of Israel to Jehovah was centered. And he always refers to the tabernacle as the place which the Lord thy God shall choose. In verse 15 of chapter 17, he says, the king you choose should be the one whom the Lord thy God shall choose. In other words, this is what God wants. Verse 19, it says, This king shall read the the law all the days of his life. Why? That he may learn to fear the Lord, to keep all his words and all his laws and these statutes to do them, that his heart be not lifted up above his brethren, that he may prolong his days in the kingdom. Now, the kingdom was short-lived because Solomon was turned away by his dependence upon Egypt and his dependence upon his own power. So, The question to ask yourself today is, what does God want? Okay, I know you have goals. I wanna lose weight, I wanna gain mass, I wanna gain smarts, I I wanna accomplish this financially. None of those things is intrinsically wrong, but even the best things are no good if they are absent of God. God can see down the road further than you can. He knows you better than you know yourself. God loves you, and so the, the question that progress, true progress, would ask is, what does God want? The second question is, how have I moved? What does God want looks to the future. How have I moved looks back to the past, just like in these chapters, looking back to Canaan and celebrating the freedom of from slavery and then looking ahead to Canaan. So how have I moved? In verse 16, he says, you shall henceforth return no more that way. It's interesting in Acts, uh, Stephen is preaching a very powerful sermon to those who rejected the Lord Jesus, and he said, In your hearts you turned back to Egypt. Did Israel ever go back to Egypt and under the bondage of of Pharaoh? Not not physically, but they never left many of them in their hearts. So how have I moved? You know, for Israel it was it was moving to a standard where they they felt like they were making progress by the metric of the other nations. I, I want a, a king just like the other nations, Israel would say. Uh, in verse 17, they, they received kings that wanted horses and silver and gold and, and all these things that made them measure up to the standard of their day and not to, up to the standard of their God. What the king was to be, God says, is a dependent servant, not a, a dependent slave of Pharaoh, but a, a servant of God, a leader of men, a leader of a nation who looked to God for everything he needed, not to cavalry, not to political alliances, not to wives, not to silver, not to gold, but, but to going where God wanted them to go, going into Canaan behind God's leadership. So progress begins by knowing what to celebrate and where to aim. What does God want and how have I moved? In last year's time, have you moved closer to God and therefore to the purpose he has for your life?